Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back and welcome into the studio for your Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for the Moncton Wildcats. Uh, It is now the 2021 post-draft show presented by Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill in Alma. That's it. We made it. We're finally done. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of a summer break again. Welcome into those on YouTube. Welcome into those who have downloaded. As always, I am your host, Adam, and I am joined in studio one last time by your favorite co-hoster, Mass Singer Aficionado, Hell's Kitchen Aficionado, Big Brother Aficionado, Poutine Fest Grand Prize winner, and again, fully vaccinated, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Feels nice. Back-to-back weeks in yeah. the studio. It yeah, almost feels like a regular... Show that's right. Uh, almost does feel like a regular show, but uh, yeah, this is the last one for uh, well, to at least mid August, yeah. mid August, right? So August nineteenth uh, is when they kick this off. That's right. So First we're, game. we're ready to. We're back in here, uh, mid August. We'll have, uh, which just seems crazy to think we're going to stop July now, yeah, and then a month we're going to be back. That's uh, time goes by. It's uh, time goes by when you're having fun, right? Yep. So uh, here we are having uh, having some fun. We had our draft on uh friday and saturday and we're looking forward to the euro draft on wednesday and then uh after that it's just uh then after that what what is on tap for the boucher family what's on summer was that professional transition because i'll uh, tell you right now ours we're going to grand manan uh this weekend nice and that's it we might travel local but maybe go to white point maybe off to the island but Mm -hmm. nothing Nothing big. Not going back to Alberta. Not going back to uh, Ontario. I think we're going back to Alberta at Christmas time. Um, so I guess what the Boucher's. What what are the Boucher's up to? Uh, well, thankfully, uh, Nova Scotia is finally going to start welcoming New Brunswickers on Wednesday. Yes. Um, so we are going to head down there and uh, see uh, see Megan's dad because well she get that Christmas present open finally finally get the Christmas <laughs> presents out of the bedroom. Uh, yeah. Haven't seen him since you know obviously it was November probably and. Yeah um thursday is uh megan and i's fourth wedding anniversary uh so yeah we got married on canada day in uh in 2017 <laughs> uh yeah that's yeah that's four years um yeah um so fourth wedding anniversary on thursday um and we are heading to ontario um we're going there on the 23rd of july and uh, we'll be there yeah uh barry and bancroft so uh phil dow i'll give you a, i'll shoot you a text there and we can <laughs> go have a drink at the uh uh, bananas in, in Wasaga Beach if you're uh, <laughs> if you're up for it. Uh, no, um, but yeah, we're heading for uh, Bancroft because uh, that's where her parents live, uh, and hasn't seen them since December of uh, Christmas of 2019. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we'll spend some time in in, in Barrie and uh, in Wasaga and probably uh, uh, Benoit Sound as well. Do the old OHL tour uh, and. Yeah, we'll be back here, I think, uh, we're there for two weeks, coming home on the 8th of August, and uh, at that point, we're one week away from camp, and yeah. then we're right back in it. All right, so we will be back roughly around August 8th, because yeah. I'm not doing this stuff by myself. No, we'll, uh, uh, we'll, I just, we'll I'm, pencil in our, our, our season opening episode. Let me just grab my uh, my calendar in. here. and I'm uh, actually hoping, I just can't wait to leave the province. Like I have not left the province since October of 2019 for the Islanders Wildcats uh, Islanders home opener mm-hmm. that I went across the bridge for. Yeah. And then everything happened and everything happened. Layla went to Ontario, but I literally, I was so excited to go to uh, Nova Scotia or PEI this last week when we were, when I took this weekend off and then Nova Scotia did what Nova Scotia did. And I'm like, oh, and I wasn't getting to know swab. Rankin. Yeah. And then I was, we we're going to go to PEI eh, and we've never been to Grand Manan. So I'm just like, 
I'm so close to leaving the province. Grandma okay. Nana's a whale of a time. Yeah. As long as I don't get lost like I did oh. trying to find Lafferty Falls. Uh, what what day? Uh, August 8th? We're going to pencil in our uh, our season premiere episode uh, to be dropped on August, August 11th. Uh, let's say August the 11th. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. We got to start working on that big, big guest for August 11th. Big guest. Uh, who who do we have on August 11th? Who who do you want to hear from? I guess is what uh, a big guest on August 11th for a season opening, opener, season 25th debut, season debut. Uh, Not our Wild Willie. Wild, Wild Willie would be a good one. Yeah, want to do that? Oh, Let's try for Wild Willie. We can see if we can get Wild Willie. And uh, yeah, might be tough to hear him through the through the mask. Oh, but. I don't know. He's a he's like a meme, right? He just uh, <laughs> he's hand signal, hand hand yeah, talks. There we go. So we'll, we'll we'll try for Wild Willie on August 11th. All right. Well, you can follow us uh this summer on Twitter Moncton Wildcast, Instagram Wildcast podcast, right here on YouTube and TikTok. Uh like and subscribe. Just follow us. It's it's a good time. We're mm-hmm. we're good people. Yeah. Uh quick question. It's pretty simple, man. Lightning Habs got kicked off on Monday night. Your Stanley Cup prediction and Con Smythe winner. Um, hmm. I'll probably take some heat for this one, uh, but I gotta go with Tampa Bay. Uh, I like the uh, I like the their their back to back chances here. The eighteen mil over the cap. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, David Savard uh, will uh, you know former Wildcat defenseman will get his name on the cup. Um, so I gotta go with Tampa Bay in uh, um, six games. We'll say Tampa in six. They win it in Montreal. Uh, and let's just hope there's not a massive riot and there's a la, a la Vancouver yeah. 2010, right? So let's hope they got their riot out of their system with the game <clears throat> six win yeah. over Vegas. Um, I'm on the same, uh, same board. I'll go seven. Uh, I think Carey Price has done enough to keep him in this thing. I, I bet against Montreal pretty much. Oh, I took him over Toronto because it's Toronto. They always lose mm-hmm. in the first round. Um, I wasn't sure they were going to get past Winnipeg after Winnipeg did what they did to Edmonton. Vegas, I was like, ah, I don't. And I just continue to keep betting against them. Carey Price is playing Sochi Carey Price where he's just unflappable. Uh, but, I, you know, Vasilevsky is just something different. I think mm-hmm. I think Tampa Bay wins in seven. Who's your Conn Smythe winner? Oh, man. Um, uh, point, maybe. Yeah. Uh, point. Yeah, Braden Point. I'll go Braden Point. Uh, Braden Point or Vasilevsky? One of those okay. two. Uh, Kucherov is he is he injured or is uh, he back? He'll probably be back. Okay, he played, okay. I think he played yeah, because he played Game Seven. So uh, I'll, I'll go Kucherov or uh, or Vasilevsky. Um, I'm gonna kind of give you two answers. Uh, I think I'm, we're gonna go with the 3 The only the second time it's ever happened. I think Tampa Bay wins the Cup in seven, and if it gets to seven. I think Carey Price wins the Consmite Trophy, um, like Jaguar did when he took the Ducks all the way to Game Seven, losing to the Devils. Um, if if Tampa Bay doesn't uh, doesn't outlast him in seven, I think it, it, Braden Point. It's uh, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just been on on fire. And I mean, Braden Point, Suzuki, Cole Caulfield. Size size doesn't really make a difference nope. in the NHL. You know, Connor Garland in Arizona. Yeah. Um, or one of those smaller guys, Yamamoto. I mean, he didn't have a great season. So, but size doesn't matter. No. In, in in life, you know, you know, it's all about how you how use you it. use it. Yeah, right? how you use your size uh, exactly. So if you you know if you use it to your advantage, then you know you're going to get uh, rewarded with uh yeah you know with with uh good behavior and uh, good uh, you know lots of uh, uh, extracurricular uh, activities. Um, so 
I don't know. We're just talking about. Uh, I don't think we're talking about hockey right now, but uh, we're yeah. talking about whatever you it's think about we're the, talking about. It's not the size of the engine. It's how you. It's how you. Not, uh, not the rev size. It up, right. The size of the dog in the fight. That's right. It's it's how you get her going. Either way, it's going to be an excellent Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I put the post up on uh, the old Instagram on who people were taking. I'll just quickly go. Th- What's oh, that's Jeremy. Seventy-four uh, percent of our listeners have picked the Habs. So okay. It'll be it'll be an exciting one for sure, and we will have a former Wildcat getting his name on the cup as it's either going to be David yeah, Savar or Phil Deneau. So it's true, yeah. No, Deneau is not as much as a uh, you know it wasn't much of a Wildcat. Well, he was a Wildcat, but yeah. what not uh, time wise, uh, Savard was uh, was here for much longer. Uh, that that has nothing to do with uh, who I want to win. Uh, it's just uh, who I think will win, and I hope I'm right. Exactly. So. All right. All right, well, we said last week we were going to try and get the architect of this new era, and he was kind enough, kind enough to give us his time on what's really become an annual post-draft show, the director of hockey operations, Richie Tebow. Richie, how are you tonight? I'm great, Adam, and yourself? Oh, I'm uh, coming down from an excellent draft weekend that uh, that you gave the fans there. Um, I guess first being the, the second year of this virtual meetings and draft, did it get any easier with the process, kind of knowing what we were doing? Yeah, for sure. You know, the actual draft process itself, you know, you know, went off very well. Uh, the interviewing of the kids prior to the draft, we were kind of used to it. Uh, the biggest change this year from last year was uh, basically video scouting. Last year, we were able to see them in person, but this year, we had to do a lot of video scouting. Biggest difference this year. Are, uh, are you a fan of the two-day draft? Are you a fan of having the uh, night one on, on the Friday and then the rest of the draft? Are you a all in one day, get it done. Uh, I'm okay either way. I like. I'm used to the uh, Friday night, Saturday with the NHL draft, so it's kind of nice. You know, you spend a lot of focus on the first round, and then you get a little, take a little breath, and you kind of reassess things, and you get ready for the Saturday morning. A lot of discussions. There's not much sleep on Friday night, <laughs> um, so it, uh, it it almost runs into the same thing anyway for for us. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you mentioned uh, the, the sleeping Friday night because I actually was uh, rolled perfectly into my next question. Um, how much easier did you sleep Friday night, um, you know, knowing you had the first pick Saturday and, and your guy was still on the board? Yeah, that definitely made it easier. The, uh, the non-sleeping part still happened, though, because I had picked 23 and I was wondering if my second guy was going to be there. <laughs> Well, fortunately, you only had one team ahead of you, right, to uh, <laughs> to really challenge you on that. And uh, I don't know if you had any talks, but uh, I guess when uh, when that twenty second pick, uh, you know, has uh, has a brother that plays on the same team, it might uh, it might help out in terms of process of elimination, maybe. Yeah, we we were pretty sure on who they were taking, so we felt pretty confident um, in in our twenty third pick as well. So it uh, definitely made it a little easier. Did you uh, did you have any temptation to to like after you moved back to twenty one Wednesday, um, as we were getting closer to your twenty one? Did you have any temptation to to move into round one to make sure you secured your guy, or were you you pretty confident that that uh, that I guess Etienne Moran was going to fall to you at twenty one? Yeah, we we came very close to moving into the first round because we were a little worried. We had some teams with multiple picks that that worried us. And uh, we were very, very close into uh, moving into the first round. And then, you know, we decided, let's gamble. You know, we, 
we had enough uh, knowledge and, and just different discussions that we thought there was a high probability that the, the player would be there. Uh, so we decided to roll the dice and uh, and uh, let's go for it, and then we did, and it turned out pretty good for us. Was it uh, was it nerve wracking nerve wracking for you when you uh, when you when you saw St John uh, get the nineteenth pick and uh, Halifax end up with the twentieth pick? Well, uh, it was, but we kind of knew why they, what they were doing and why they wanted to get ahead of us, so we were okay with that. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so it was announced, uh, I guess Monday uh, today, um, that uh, you fi- you finally have an assistant, which is uh, which is good. Um, Shockingly, you decided not to hire myself and Adam uh, for for some uh, for some reasons. We don't we don't know that. Um, but yeah, tell us about Rick and uh, you know what uh, what he's going to bring to the team and and mainly what his responsibilities are. You know, Rick is a consummate you know scout. I always looked up to him as a scout. You know, he's been in the rinks. Well, it didn't matter what night of the week, where the game was in the Brunswick or in the Maritimes. It was, it was an important game. He was there. I really admired that. You know, and uh, the position is scouting is, you know, this game is all about scouting. And if you do good scouting, you normally end up with good players. If you have good players, you normally end up with a winning team. So we figure that scouting is, is the foundation of a good organization. So Rick will definitely enhance our capabilities. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of good scouts now, but we thought we had this opportunity that we could add Rick full time. And, and it was the right timing to do it in his career and, and in our situation. And uh, it's really a perfect match for somebody that I know and respect uh, wholeheartedly. Um, you know, talking about some of the the actual players that we took in the draft, one guy that I guess kind of slid down, Jeremy was pretty pumped to that he was still there in the fifth round, given he had a first-round grade on him was, uh, I'll probably butcher this last name, Eli Belleron. Bayer Jean. Just talk about uh, this kid and how you know how excited you were to get him in the fifth round, knowing that a lot of uh, projections maybe had him as an earlier first-round talent. Yeah, you know, when we got into the fourth round, we had to make a decision, you know, between local product that we really, really liked and seen a lot, and uh, Eli. And, you know, we decided to say, you know, let's uh, roll the dice again. And, and our scouts in Quebec were very high on this player. He said he's very skilled. Uh, he could definitely, you know, be a surprise and somebody to contribute down the road. So, you know, when they we got to the fifth round, he was still there. The scouts weren't gambling anymore. They just, well, let's go for it and let's take him now while we can. And that's what we did. And everybody was pretty excited once we landed that player as well. I want to get into, uh, I guess, training camp a little bit. Um, any word on, you know, if there's going to be, you know, limits on, you know, players, number of players that can be invited this uh this year like uh, there was last year or anything uh, any changes that we could maybe expect going into camp in August you know we're we're preparing for you know uh, back to normal if you will for the most part we will uh, we have open numbers as far as the start of camp and you know and you got to pare down as camp goes on but uh, when we start camp uh, it'll be a regular camp and regular training camp and regular the way we do our evaluations and the amount of people we bring to camp. And, you know, we probably take some veterans and leave them home like we've done in the past uh, until week two. Uh, but we will bring some, you know, most of our team in week one uh, other than some uh, key veterans, I would say. So I guess, you know, kind of piggybacking off that, I mean, we had a, a lot of rookies play. And, and, you know, Jeremy and I, you know, started the hashtag in Tebow We Trust. 
uh, since you started building this roster. And, I mean, this camp last year was pretty wide open. And Jeremy and I have discussed, I mean, our top six up front looks pretty pretty good. We got a good goaltender in the back. Um, I guess what kind of battles are you looking forward to with the squad coming into training camp? And, and how many of these guys uh, that you took over the past weekend have a shot to, to crack this roster that kind of looks pretty good? Yeah, you know, we were very happy with the development of, you know, a lot of our players last year. The coaches did a great job um, with a lot of players, you know, that played the walkout way. And, but you know what, we got a new group now and a new group will come in at training camp and they all want spots. So it'll be up to the veterans to make sure that uh, these new Wildcats don't take their spot. But <laughs> there's always a few surprises at camp when you look at last year, you know, Alexi Daniel, nobody expected him to make the team. Yeah. or expecting him to take anybody's spot. He came in and couldn't cut him, and he had a great season, was rookie of the year. So what I've told all the draftees, I use Alex as an example, Lexi as an example. You know, I was talking to some rookies today, and I said, uh, it doesn't matter where you're picked. Tomorrow, you're Lexi Daniel. You can come in and make the team and be rookie of the year. Yeah, so 100%. There will be battles. There will be lots of battles with Ford. We have a very competitive group. We're a very strong group at defense. So, you know, the boys will have to come in and, and battle hard. And, and we've got some uh, battles that's going to happen at goaltender, too. That's the, that's the battle I'm looking forward to is the goaltending battle. Um, the, the guy that, that that probably splits time with Philly on is Philly on. Is, it's it's kind of his net. But the, the guys in behind him is is the one that I'm I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have battles all over the ice. So we're, we're really looking forward to it. Which is all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so what's next for you, Richie? Uh, I know we got the uh, import draft on uh, on Wednesday, and then uh, I guess there's uh, what some uh, free agents uh, signings to uh, to look forward to. Yeah, today you know we spent a lot of time on free agents, guys that weren't drafted, or guys from other areas that we're kind of looking at and hopefully close the file on, and getting ready for the European draft on uh, on Wednesday, in which we you know we hope to add another you know another player to our roster and, and make us better. So, and then we get ready for training camp. So there's really no downtime at this point, you know, with the late draft and the going into the late summer here and we'll, uh, we'll be ready for training camp mid August. No, no trip to Seattle to watch the Jays this year, right? No, no trip to Seattle <laughs> to watch the Jays. Yeah. I have to watch them on TV. <laughs> That's right. Um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we know you're busy, but uh, we, we couldn't have you on the show without asking. Uh, give us your uh, Stanley Cup prediction and in uh, how many games? Oh, this is a tough one. You're asking <laughs> me to tear my heart apart here. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Canadian fan. I think it's going to be a long series. And uh, normally the best goaltender wins, so I don't know who's got the best goaltender yet. So it's a <laughs> real tough one. Because I think uh, both goaltenders are incredible. And if we could figure out which one's best, then that team will win. That is a true GM poker face right there. <laughs> Gives you everything without giving uh, nothing. Look, Richie, uh, I know you're a busy guy this week and, and coming off last weekend. So we really appreciate you joining us on our annual draft show and hope to have uh, hope to have you on closer to training camp there. For sure. Thanks, guys, for all your support. Thanks, uh, Richie. Thanks, Richie. Oh, you know what I forgot to you know what I forgot to say to him? Hmm. Thanks for drafting players that I can now pronounce their names, right? Like it's <laughs> so nice when it's uh, names that I can pronounce, except for Bayer Jean. Bayer Jean. Bayer Jean, which I'm getting. 
But that was the only one I was saying Bellerin. <laughs> I don't know how you get but I'm going to go with – and you know what's funny is Eli. I, I didn't realize it, but when you put Eli in your first-round mock draft, that's when I was like, I believe in Eli. <laughs> and we ended up taking him. So that, uh, that worked out. I guess let's go through this thing. Um, we won't go player by player, but, uh, you know, your guys that you wanted at 21 and 23, mm-hmm. uh, Miranda Mercier, they were there. Um, like I said, it, it brought to you by the letter M to get this thing kicked off yes. early in the draft. Um, just, you know, give some fans, Moran, Mercier, you put a couple of videos up there. You had another one just before we come on where Moran just walked around and went back top cheddar. Yeah. Uh, Moran's going to be a high end, uh, a high end offensive defenseman. Uh, he, he's going to put up some serious numbers, uh, from the back end here. His, his puck, his puck skills are yep. off the charts. Uh, you know, he's, he's got that ability to, you know, he's going to dangle around four checkers and probably put them on the ground searching for their jockstrap, <laughs> um, future power play quarterback. Um, I was still surprised to see him available at 21. So um, younger Spence, one might say, uh, in that mold, not not the player, but just kind of in that mold as a very offensive defenseman. Yeah, yeah, offense first, but still very very reliable okay. in yeah, his yeah, own yeah. zone. Yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if if one of these days he's he's winning, you know, offensive defenseman of the year. If that's a yes. oh, is that a trophy? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Or it's, is it just defenseman of the year? Or offensive? I think there's an offensive defenseman okay. of the year. Well, he's going to win an award, so uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to be a really fun defenseman to watch. Um. Alex Mercier at pick twenty three. Look, another one I thought was was going to be gone in the first round. What a cannon! Uh, yep, shoots hard, uh, explosive skater, fast, shifty, competes hard. His idol is Jacob Pelche. Um, so yeah, I mean, really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, his idol is like Jacob Pelche. Four years, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, I they, mean, Pelche they, they, is. They came they, from the same midget yeah, the, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, is. It's just uh, funny when it's your your idols like a guy that's four years old. Right, in different, that program, but, different, different. But hey, you could pick a worse one. We will take it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but no, it competes hard. Um, it. I, we put the video up on our on our Twitter during the draft Saturday of him just unleashing a cannon at uh, you know ninety plus miles an hour at fifteen. Um, you know, I, down the road, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if on the power play, he's in that, uh, Stamkos Ovechkin spot on the yeah. left side of, uh, the left faceoff dot. He's just, uh, kind of the trigger man. Um, getting passes for Moran on the, oh, right, right on the tape and, away, much. and top, top corner. Yeah. That too. Uh, another one. Yeah. Byers on absolute steal. Yeah. Uh, I had him in my first round mock draft. A lot of people had him going in the first round. Uh, he finished second in scoring in the Bantam AAA League in 2019-2020. Second in scoring. Yeah. And we get him in the fifth round. So that's, uh, you know, he's got, he's a very offensive player. Slick hands, uh, good hands. Jeez, uh, yeah. Luke McPhee. He's Shifty, like, skilled. Luke McPhee. That's a big one. boy. Yeah. 5'11". Or I think, yeah, he's physically ready. Yeah, yeah, he's ready for junior. Uh, like, like I said during our live on Saturday, I think, you know, maybe I don't know if he cracks the roster, but uh, he very well might because he was the only one to play hockey mm-hmm. uh, between the first. Uh, well, I shouldn't say Preston Lonsbury uh, was with the Flyers, but um, he, <laughs> he, he can flat out fly. He can, he's got he can skate for a big boy. He can sh- shoot the puck uh, in stride uh, like no one else in the draft. Uh, so, you know, if he's, if he's on a two on one, he's, he's keeping, uh, he's keeping that buck. Um, 
Preston Lounsbury, like Richie said, uh, this is a guy. I, I like him. I love this uh-huh. kid. Um, That's the kid you said that a lot of scouts probably weren't going to the rink yeah, to see, yeah, but they ended up noticing him. Yeah, exactly. You, scouts were going to the rink to see uh, Dylan McKinnon. They were going yeah. to watch a Justin Jondron. They were going to watch a, a Jack Martin. But Preston Lounsbury just always popped out right um 200-foot player complete player um you know his play away from the puck is is his best uh and he's going to be one of the best penalty killers in the league uh mark my words um you know give him give him two years and <laughs> i figure by the time he's 17 he's probably on the top penalty on um, the penalty pill uh penalty kill as a wildcat uh honestly what about your cousin Oh yeah, cousin Maddie. Uh, <laughs> cousin Maddie. No, was this a cousin Maddie or yeah, it was. Yeah, cousin um, Maddie. I, I'm just glad they finally have a Boucher. I think this is the <laughs> first Boucher uh, that's been part of the Wildcats organization in 25 years. You can get a jersey with Boucher on. You know, it's not just it's your on own a jersey number. foul. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Heyo. Um, no, it's come uh, on, Connor Lund. Come, <laughs> come to Moncton so I can get one too. Uh, don't know much about him, um, but he was um, his deep partner, uh, Nathan Grenier, was picked by the Sea Dogs in the first round. Uh, so he's, but uh, no, Boucher is more of a shutdown guy. Uh, simple game. Uh, he's got uh, you know good puck dis- puck distribution. Oh man, um, who else are we gonna? I was surprised they took two goaltenders. They took three goaltenders. Three goaltenders, yeah. Yeah, they got uh, Kiefer Thompson, Thompson out of Wild, Cooper Fleming, and, and uh, Keegan Warren. Who give a shout out? Keegan Warren, son of former Wildcat Morgan Warren, mm-hmm. uh, whose jersey I actually still have hanging in my closet at my parents' place. Nice. Number two, Morgan Warren, uh, from probably nineteen ninety. Oh man, one of the first years, ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven. Well, you might as well you might as well bring that to training camp if his dad comes oh. with him. Oh geez, I don't think it'll fit me. It's signed by the. I whole said team. bring it to training camp. Oh yeah, oh. babe. <laughs> Yeah, I was signed, signed by the whole team. Oh, yeah, okay. I was one of those, you know, kids. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just every going to go to all the autograph sessions, and uh, you know, every they, play, every player is your favorite. Tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always one of those kids. Or they um, just all sit in the bench, and you just go down the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Meet the team. Those are those are fun times. Um, honestly, I think this is a really good a really good draft. Uh, Took the best name in the queue, Yodem. Yodem Klein. Yodem Klein. A Mannix. <laughs> Mannix. Uh, Honestly, if there's if there's a player that I'm um, of this whole group, I think that will surprise uh, Gus Altahan, uh, spark plug, you little spark plug. Right. Um, he's in your face. Uh, he's gonna score goals. Likes to score goals. Um, celebrates like he's won the Stanley Cup in Game <laughs> Seven all the time. So I like that. Uh, you know, I don't think he. Re- I don't think he'll make it this year because of given his age. But uh, you know, keep an eye on this kid for for uh, you know not uh, what are we gonna we're gonna be into 2022, 20, Yeah, watch out for this kid. Uh, I think he's gonna surprise, and uh, you know he's gonna be another player that's gonna be a fan favorite. Honestly, you know, I don't have much more to say. Uh, it's been a really good draft. Uh, they picked one oh four, uh, Bryson Curry. The, the 04 kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, um, which is good. I mean, you, you need those guys, right? You yep. need, uh, you, you know, given his age, he's not he's on a sixteen next year. He can be a seventeen. So, you know, this is a, this is someone who I think he could probably come in and compete for a spot. Uh, not the biggest guy on the ice, but super skilled. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye on him at, uh, at camp and, 
Uh, you know, we still got free agents that we don't know about. We still have draft picks from last year that uh, we've never seen yet because yep. they weren't invited to camp. I'm, I'm yep. talking like uh, uh, Thomas Oje, uh, you know, that uh, was picked last year. Um, Earl Quinn. Dylan Herokin. Uh, Her- yeah, Herokin. I'm guessing Herokin Herokin. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of going through the yeah, names if he comes to camp, like these, these are players that, you know, if they actually show up to camp here, given their age, yeah. they're a year older now. They, you know, they're not, they could steal some jobs. Uh, like Richie said. I've, I've heard nothing but great things about this Thomas Oje kid. So we'll see what happens. Um, but no, heck of a draft. Um, you know, we still got... Uh, we we we're still waiting on some Jake Rossi noise here, and uh, that could be another one that shows up. So we we've got some. Uh, we're gonna have a pretty competitive camp, like Richie said. Uh, lots of names showing up. More names gonna be here this year, back to normal, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Which you know, moving into training camp, um, yeah, you kind of touched on it there. Like I said, Richie, uh, goaltending. I I think the defense is. I don't want to say set. But I think there's more movement in the forwards for surprises mm-hmm. than there is in the decor. Um, you know, I, my favorite battle is going to be who's going to back up Philly on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gio, another year older, he did play some. I believe he played with uh, who do you play with the Grand NHL? Falls? Grand Falls. So he he's, you know, Chian played with us last year, limited minutes once Philion got here, but he did he did play some Q hockey. Gio hasn't really played a lot of Q hockey. Was you know for me, Sheehan was a bit of a surprise coming out of camp. I thought maybe Gio would, you know, does Justin Katz come back? Does he come to camp this time? He was here for forty-eight hours last year in an abbreviated camp. Do we see one of these rookie goaltenders? We don't know. I mean, on on the on the Katz site, Thomas Couture, he's a free agent. You know, will they add another free agent goaltender? You got to think, you know, you you want as much competition as possible. Um, No, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, you know. Because it looks awfully young on the back in in net, right? And and we kind of talked about maybe you get an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old to split time. And right now, it doesn't really look like they're going that avenue unless they move out a a Mm 20-year-old at the trade deadline, which we can get into a little bit. But Mm -hmm. it kind of looks like they're going to go with two young guys. I mean, if you can somehow find yourself, uh, you know, an 18 or 19 year old goaltender as like a free agent, um, sure, why not bring him to camp? See what he can do. Yeah. Um, most of them, you know, they're OHL cast offs that, <laughs> but I mean, you got he's probably a, probably a goalie that didn't play last year. So it, uh-huh. it's, it's tough to really get a read on, on them. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be another free agent goalie added from, from now until camp. Um, Probably gonna be some free agents, you know, locally that are added. So, uh, keep an eye out, I guess. I mean, it's there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of competition, and uh, you know, the best thing about free agents is they don't cost anything. So nope. if it's uh, you know if they don't make the team, then so be it. Uh, you didn't uh, use the draft pick on them. Uh, so for me, if I was a free if I was a GM, I'd bring a hundred free agents to camp. <laughs> You know, I put them in like a, you know, have a free agent camp, take the best ones out of those. Elimination chamber match. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
nothing. Come to camp, compete hard, yeah. and then we're gonna go into an elimination chamber a ladder style match. match. Yeah. A ladder match, and whoever gets the the belt gets whoever gets the envelope hanging from the <laughs> ceiling gets that one. Uh, that's that's the letter to training camp. <laughs> yeah. So you 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 get yourself a ticket to training camp by grabbing that letter. I think it's a good idea. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do that. Let's uh, let's get a bunch of free agents to town, yeah. and we'll do a, uh, a no holds barred ladder match with yes. a, a training camp contract hanging from the rafters, and uh, these these players duke it out and and see who gets the ticket. I like that. That's yeah. a that's a hell of an idea. Yeah, I like it. That's you, a different uh, uh, way of of doing things. I like it. You got a uh, way too early opening night roster. Way too early opening yeah. right opening night roster. You got one of those kicking around. Uh, I think so. Because um, let's be honest, other than Dao, we're not going to have any other anyone else going to NHL camps, right? Nope. Unless Pilot gets an invite. Um, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. He's the only like you you roll through the website. He's the only one with an actual name like a team yep. beside his name so um i mean let's say i uh, still think he'll be here for opening night yeah i, I think as well so we'll say loshing dao and barbashev as your top line that's my top line um labelle i think we'll draft a center in the import draft yep um uh, so that euro will center labelle in langlois all right i got a, a left wing euro uh and then labelle at center okay and langlois on the on the right side so okay. we're six for six and we've got, I've got, uh, I've got Pavin with Casey and Alexi Daniel. And then I have Cluche with uh, Stewart and Blagden. As much as I don't want a 20-year-old playing on the fourth line. Yeah. We need him. We need Jake Stewart. Yeah. Uh, on the D, I've got Olsen. Actually, no. Let's put Pilot so, up there. So my bottom six, I got uh, Richard, Casey, and Blagden. And then I got Cluche, Stewart, and Daniel. I got Mercy and McPhee um, as the two from this draft that, that compete in forward. Unfortunately, I got Bernie as the odd man out. I guess we both have Bernie as the odd man out. Defense-wise, I got DeGrossier. I think that's how you say it, DeGrossier. DeGrossier. De yeah, close enough. DeGrossier uh, and Olsen. Uh, I got Pavin and Darcy. Um, I've been a guy that to get Pavin on the ice, I think it's it's a little easier for him to make uh, uh, the decor. I sends in Hamel. Then I got Pilot as the extra defenseman. Pilot is the extra defenseman. He's my number one guy. <laughs> he's, on, he's on my top pairing. Is he? Yes. All right. Did you not see his progression last year? Yeah, but I don't know. I just there's seven of them. Like you could put him in any order. Yeah, but Pilot's like your number one defenseman. He's playing the left side. Yeah, all right. I'll move him over. Dude, come on. Oh, there's nothing against. What him. games I'm... are you watching? I actually forgot about him until the end, so I just put him as a... I was just going through, I was like, yeah, 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 and I was like, oh, shoot, Pilot. I don't know this guy anymore. Never mind, I'm just going to scratch that. I can edit that part. Pilot is, like, the number one guy. Like, he's he's going to be, like, on the left side of the first pairing. I got with, it. With the Grosse I changed it. Okay, jeez. If you ever need my help, just ask. <laughs> no, honestly, I was going through it, and I went right past him, right to the goaltenders, and I was like... Oh crap, Pilot! So I just threw him as the seventh defenseman because I he's forgot. He's the pilot. He like he's the one. He's yeah, the yeah. pilot. Like, yeah. He's the one flying the plane. You know, he's that's why he, he's the pilot. I'm sorry. He's the captain. I'm sorry. Jeez. And then I got uh, a Moran too. Good. 
Good yeah. choice. I had him. Yeah, he can rotate. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, Moran and Mercier will, I mean, they're in a tough spot because they didn't play any games last year. Fortunately, things are kind of opening up in Quebec and uh, they're going to be able to hit the ice and hopefully they're able to hit the ice and, uh, you know, play some <laughs> full contact hockey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was me just literally punching the microphone yeah. uh, by accident for those who aren't wa- are not watching. <laughs> those that on check the, the YouTube, YouTube that wondered what just happened, go watch. Um, go watch the. For that those was not my, watching. That YouTube. was my full contact yeah. hockey um, yeah. <laughs> uh, thing. Um, no, yeah, the things are opening up, so let's uh, let's hope these these guys can get on the ice and actually come to come to camp uh, ready to go. Yeah, and then goaltender, I've got Filion and Demata or Demetia. I'm I'm going Filion, but I'm I'm leaving a I've got a giant question mark for the uh, for the backup. backup. Yeah, because I'm like I said, I really think they're they're doing a, a free agent, and I hope it's a big name. Well, it's not gonna be a big name, right? Yeah, a free agent, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, someone that's uh, big, tall, takes up a lot of net. Big name on the back of his jersey. That's, yeah, that's no, just a big <laughs> John Van Peesbrook. Neither one of us had uh, Tyler Guy the. The guy that was dra- or traded for Dominic Vonk. We don't know a lot about him either, right? Like that's the thing we didn't, uh, without seeing Gatineau a whole lot, we didn't, uh, we didn't uh, know a lot about him. So um, it's again, that's why things are way too early, and this is going to be for a year two of a rebuild. This is a fun camp. Like this isn't a camp where you're like looking for guys to make the roster, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a long year. Might still be a long year in the in the division as teams got. Uh, kind of a split top three teams are they're going to be fighting Bathurst and St. John are going to be fighting themselves Bathurst St. John Charlottetown those three and then it's the other three just like it was this year right you know I think Halifax might have a leg up on 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 ourselves and and Cape Breton but uh you know if if we play every game like we did last year last year in that second half and in the playoffs uh, we could make some noise, uh, some serious Halifax noise. Halifax has got a new coach, too. You can't underestimate mm-hmm. this group playing together for most of the year in these, especially going to the playoffs in those in those games that mm-hmm. mattered. 100%. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be a fun season, the 25th season of the Wildcats. Um, well, I guess it's no better time than uh, we should probably give away some, give some, some money for free food, eh? Mm, free food. <laughs> All right, it's time to give away our gift certificate to the Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill, who's been an unbelievable presenting sponsor. We truly appreciate everything that they've uh, they've done for us. We had a trivia question. Uh, the, the Canada Day weekend is coming up, so it's a perfect time to head to Fundy uh, and have a great meal, courtesy of our presenting sponsors, Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill. Mr. Boucher, it was your question. That's right. Um, so for those who didn't... Get a chance to enter. I don't know how you didn't. Uh, I literally made a video, and we talked about it every day. Um, <laughs> so, again, the question was, uh, we were looking to, for you to tell us how many uh, total regular season points uh, accumulated between the five uh, first-round picks, uh, the five Wildcats first-round picks since 2017. Uh, so we had uh, Pelchier, Jackson Bellamy, uh-huh. for those who forgot about him, um, Elliot Denoyer, Zach Larue, and uh, uh, Yoen Loshing. The correct answer, drum roll, please. It's the longest drum roll ever. Three hundred and sixty-two. 
Uh, so for those who got the answer, congratulations. For those who didn't, what freaking calculator were you using? <laughs> um, it was the easiest question ever. No, just kidding. It was, it was kind of difficult. Some people calculated penalty minutes and some yeah. people did like uh, midget points. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, anyways, um, so we have how many winners? Nine. Nine, nine oh, people. Jeez, yep. only nine? Jeez. Yep. Do we have that few listeners? Maybe your trivia question was just too hard. Well, okay. Maybe. Hey, can we put our own names in there? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, let's. Uh, do, do you have a random name generator uh, out there? Yeah. So it's the the nine people: Julian Robichaux, Ethan Leal, Justin Hadley, Veronique Arsenault, Brandon Richard, Darren Schofield, Ken Shea, Eric Murray, and the under sixteen AAA Moncton Thunderbirds. Nice. Hey, yeah. a team meal. So the randomizer first name is Julian Robichaux. There you go. Julian Robichaux has won the. $50 gift certificate to Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill in Alma. Congratulations. Thank you to them. Uh, thank you to everyone that uh, that partaked in this trivia question. Hopefully we'll have uh, – it'll be a little bit more of a normal year this year. We'll see if we can do some more giveaways for tickets uh, to see these Wildcats on the ice. That'll be that'll be fun. I guess that'll do it, man. That's it. That's all. I, I do want to mention something before we go off, off here. Right. Um, something that was sent to me uh, earlier today. Um so you ever see that TikTok account where, where Buddy goes through um, Facebook Marketplace across the Maritimes and finds, like, the funniest items? No, I haven't. No. Um, so this was sent to me. Okay, I got you. I got, you have to guess here. Okay. Official Wildcats hockey puck used once in good condition. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Guess the price. 35 bucks higher 50 higher 80 80 dollars that <laughs> anthony a member of facebook marketplace since 2000 is asking for a wildcats hockey puck i don't know if we can zoom in on this folks but yes the same little hockey puck that adam has in his hands right there it only used once still in good condition mr anthony wants 80 dollars for it um, so if you can, uh, I don't know. What do you think that one's worth? Oh, I mean, if his is worth 80, I'll take at least 70. That's good. I mean, that's, I mean, it looks in good shape, man. Yeah. It's 120 maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put her up. Facebook marketplace. We are competing with, uh, we got to compete with Anthony here. I got a president's cup. Never used 2020 puck. Oh man. That's gotta that's be in the $500. Never range. used. Yeah. Oh, so jumping. that's not bad. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a $80, uh, <laughs> official Wildcats hockey puck, um, Anthony in on Rue Saint uh, Saint Jean Baptiste in Bactouche is uh, looking for eighty bucks. Uh, <laughs> post the code E four S three W six. Hit up Anthony. Uh, he's got looks. Uh, you know, and only used once in good condition. Wildcats hockey puck that's for, for eighty dollars. So um, that's just how I wanted to end the show. It's <laughs> uh, a perfect way to end the show. You had a great uh, great draft. So why not go out and buy yourself an eighty dollar Wildcats puck <laughs> to celebrate? Yeah, that'll uh, that'll end that. There's nothing else you can end on. Like that's that's how you end a post draft show. Um, this is a lot of fun to cover the draft. Um, Jeremy, thanks for all your scouting, keeping us informed. Hey, uh, I'll actually be able to watch some Quebec players next year. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully we are. Uh, hopefully next year we can actually go to wherever the draft is. Hopefully it's close. Cape Breton, Sherbrooke, Moncton. Um. Wherever. Somewhere that sells beer yeah. and Putin <laughs> at, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks again to Kyle Hagen, the 15th overall pick, mm -hmm. to Ramuski for joining us live on the Instagram on Friday. 
as well. Thanks again to Richie, who's so gracious with his time coming on for a chat as well. Thank you to Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill in Alma for presenting our draft couple coverage over the past couple weeks. And thanks again to everyone that downloaded, listened to the show, everyone that watched on the YouTube. Um, we'll be back August 11th. We're going to have a big interview for the season premiere Wild of season four of the Wildcast podcast. Uh, stay safe. Enjoy your summer. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast. Wildcast.